Welcome to the Bible Boys. We're live. We're live and recording and ready. Episode whatever it may be. Two minute to count at this point. Two minutes. That's real. right. You going alright, Pip? I'm going alright, James. How are you going? I'm good. It's it's a wet, cold, dreary day on the outside. I'm glad that we're getting some good rain. Yes. Did you know that Warragamba Dam is at almost 95% capacity? Wow. And back in January, it was approaching 30%. So, yes. thank God for rain. Yeah. We want to pray that rain will get to all the areas that need it. Yeah. But here, sure. we're here at your place. That's right. And it is raining. It's coming down. I was driving on um, Thorn on Pennyhills Road. Yeah. Like, uh, people are crazy drivers. Crazy. People just go to the next level of insanity. There's, <laughs> something, there's something about the rain where yes. people feel like, oh, I need to get to my destination even faster now. Yes. Because of the rain. Yes. I need to get out of the rain. When you should be driving slower in the rain. That's right. People That's are cra- absolutely crazy. As I was coming over here, I was just telling you before, I was driving past a high school in the local area and, you know, school zone, so I wasn't going that fast, but this student, high school student, just ran out across the road, mm. three lanes of traffic. Yeah. And I just abruptly stopped. I'm going, mate, it's all right. Just calm down. Mm. And he, he went across safely. Any umbrella? No umbrella. No umbrella. Yes. And I will say, my windscreen was a bit fogged up, so I was a bit worried I might have hit him. It's not a good thing. That is concerning. That is concerning. But thankfully, he's all right. I'm here, and we're live. That's good. i got to say, I'm like a cat in that I hate the rain. I will, like, so... F- <laughs> It's always embarrassing because whenever Sophie and I are like leaving somewhere to go to the car, yes, she'll just walk in the rain, yes, and I'll that's like me. I'll run. You'll run. I'll 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 run ahead of her, yes, and unlock the car and get. You in. might have. You must have had slippage, no? There's there's been some slippage. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not above slippage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you just you just hate the rain. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Do you ever um like have you always hated the rain? Um, yes, yes. There was an incident in primary school where, um, I fell in a puddle. Oh no. And it was traumatic during lunchtime. Yes. And I had to go to my final class covered in water and mud. Oh no. And, um, everyone was pointing and laughing. How old were you? Slow motion. Um, (laughs) I was in like year five, year four, something like that. So quite young and it scarred me. Yes. You know? So ever since then I've been... I don't want that repeat. You know, people pointing and laughing. There's few things that are more satisfying than knowing that it's pouring rain outside and you're snug in bed. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Although, did you, because you're in Carlingford, did you hear that thunder yeah, on the Friday other night, Saturday yeah, morning? Yeah, dude. Yes. You know? Very loud thunder. It was like three in the morning. Yes. I woke up and Soph, you know, she was like, what? What was that? And yeah. Like thunder. And I started praying. Yes. Because I thought Jesus was returning. Wow. Is that kind of, is that me not quite understanding this Jesus return? You know what? I think you can always pray that Jesus, you know, that you're ready for Jesus's return. Yeah. But it's so, this, this is kind of, you know, an insight into my soul. But like, I was kind of praying that, oh, if Jesus is returning, I was like, you know, I was kind of like, forgive, forgive me of all my sins. And yeah, kind of wow. like, I hope I'm, I hope I'm good with God kind of thing. Like, I know I'm good with God, but yeah. there's that kind of like, you know. That's really interesting you say that because I had similar thing growing up. So I, like when I grew up, I didn't grow up in, you know, my parents bringing me to church and stuff. But I had the mindset that if you hadn't repented of 
like you had a slate mm. and every time you repented and confessed, your slate was clean. Mm. And if Jesus came back and you still had stuff on your slate, you're you in trouble. Oh, okay. Right on. So whenever I got scared uh, and I thought, oh, maybe something bad's about to happen, I would quickly say, dear God, please forgive me for my sins. I pray that I you know, will be able to live with you forever. In yeah. Jesus' name, amen. Because yeah. I was petrified that something might happen to me and my slate wasn't clean. Yeah. Which yeah. is not a helpful way of thinking about it because in Christ, there is no condemnation now. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's, but, kind of, yeah. it's kind of like the feeling. It's like, you know, you're going to do well on a test because you've studied for it. and you get. But like on test day, you're still a bit nervous. Yes. But that's all right. Like, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I still feel like that. Yeah, like, why, probably... why do you think that's there for you? I don't know. Because I feel like when Jesus... My image of it is Jesus is going to return and we're all going to kind of kind of see it happen and gather together and he's going to kind of go one by one through humanity and be like, you're in, you're out. Yeah, you know, right. Cheap and goats, Matthew 25. Yeah, so, that, yeah, that kind of, of image. And I'm, and I'm going to be waiting for my name to be called. I'm like, I know that I've got faith. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. But still. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, thanks for sharing. That's a bit vulnerable here on the Bible yes. Voice. Yeah, that's right, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. You know, um, the, the thunder... Um, so, so in terms of Psalms, uh, in Psalms of David, um, Psalm 8 is prob- was probably written as, he, as David was looking at, at the night sky, mm. the moon and the stars. Yep. Psalm 19, probably at dawn, as the sun was rising. Okay. Psalm 29, probably during a thunderstorm. Really? Yeah. Okay. Does he talk about thunder? Talks about thunder. Okay. Thunder, uh, you know, power over the wind and the waves and, and the thunder and the thunder that like, you know, snaps at the cedars of, mm. of the trees. And sorry, nice. I may be misremembering it, but it's... It, I, it sounds right. Yeah. Cedars. Cedars. <laughs> cedars. That's right. That that's sounds right. good. That's like a psalm word, yeah. right? <laughs> C E D A R S. Yes, that's yeah. right. Selah, right? Um, and then you've got <laughs> Psalm 8. Yeah. Moon, sky, Psalm 19, mm. sunrise, Psalm 29, thunderstorm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. good. What have you been good. thinking about lately? I've been thinking about um, Bible jokes. Oh, please, do tell. And I don't know if you saw my Instagram post from earlier on the Bible Boys, but um, I, I posted. I did. And I asked people to send in um, um, Jokes. Now, yes. I don't think anyone has sent any any jokes, but that's okay because I've got that's a few right. lined up ready to go. Well, Thanks. listeners, you can follow us on Instagram at Bible underscore boys with a Z. Yes. And and from time to time, we'll put out a message or, or a Bible verse or something. Um, in this case, I asked for Bible jokes. No one sent in any, but that's okay. You can send them in later. But I've got a few lined up that I just want to test out on you, um, James. You Please. Right? Just to... Now, listeners, it should be said that um, I actually find Pip legitimately funny. Um, and I've told this to a few people at some point. Yes. And they go... To their shock. To their shock. Because <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think some people... Uh, it's interesting. I've had a few people say, oh, I've never found Pip funny. Then I've had a bunch of people say, I used to find Pip funny. Yes. And I've had a few people say, I kind of still do. Whereas me, I'm unabashed. I, I actually do find you funny. So I'm probably not the best audience for these Bible jokes, I must yes. say. Well, I think that I, my humour will be like Van Gogh, you know, only really recognised post his death. <laughs> at my funeral, they'll be like, Pip led a, f- uh, a full life? What did he do? 
we'll hear this podcast, The Bible Boys, yes. and then everyone at the funeral is going to be like, let's just listen to a few episodes. Yeah, that's right. Okay? And then... And then it's going to take off. That's right. <laughs> All right? There's, um, there's a podcast that has totally taken off, like, in the last few years, but it was years after they finished the podcast. What's that? I think it's called Car Talk. Have you heard of that? No. Um, I've never listened to it myself, but it was for many years and months, or months and years, the number one podcast in many countries. And they hadn't had a new episode in years. Wow, there you go. There you go. So that's going to be the Bible Boys. That's going to be the Bible Boys. That's my prediction. Um, was it Car Talk as in T-O-R-Q-U-E? I, I don't know. That would have been funny. That would be great. A missed opportunity. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right but, but hit me, hit me. Here's some Bible. There's one I said on Instagram. I said, um, who is the most business savvy woman in the Bible? Who? It's got to be Pharaoh's daughter because she went down to the bank of the Nile and she extracted a pretty significant profit. <laughs> it's pretty good actually it's pretty good do you come up with that one like uh, yeah well not really <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest joke yeah, yeah. I, I did come up with this one okay, right? okay, okay. Um, and they become less and less bible and more and more jokes sure, all right? sure okay. but um, I was reading some of my ESV study notes yes. and in the reign of um, um, Manasseh mm-hmm. alright in the Old Testament yes. they can trace back the actually the first bank the first um you know, financial institution in any society is traced back to his reign. Yes. And it was from the, tri- it was from the tribe of um, Judah, someone in the tribe of Judah, and it was actually kind of in towards Jerusalem, this mm-hmm. bank came up and it, was, and it was actually the first bank in history to have a system of credit, credit loaning. But most interesting, according to my study note, was the slogan. They actually had a slogan for the bank, credit where credit's due. <laughs> It's a long lead up to that one. Can I say, by the way, just because some people who are maybe keyed into the history uh, may think that that's an anti-Jew joke. No, it's not. I want to say, no. No, it's it's not. It's just a pun. Because there is an uh, anti-Semitic correlation between Jews and banks. Yes, but that's not what it's was not. I'm um, not no. an anti anything. I'm anti- pro yes. joke. That was a joke. There you go. You know. Um, you. And last one. Yes. Which is very tenuously related right, please, to the Bible. Go, go, go. Mary, Queen of Scots. Yes. Bloody Mary. Yes. Something to do with the Anglican Church. That's yes. the link to the Bible. Anyway, I was watching the show um, with Soph last night. One of these kind of drama shows. Sure. And I had, um, and it was you know showing all these things. Uh, all these executions right. that she ordered. Yes. And I said to Soph, you know, it's a shame that her accent led to the death of so many people. And Soph was like, what do you mean? And, and I said, do you know, originally she was just asking for a whole lot of extra cushions <laughs> for the palace. <laughs> Where are my extra, extra cushions? <laughs> Execution. Yes. Execution. Yeah, that's right. And they, they took it the wrong way. Oh my goodness. So yeah. did not did not laugh. wasn't wasn't big on that no, one. but she was pretty yeah. good. Was, uh, anyway, that's all I got. Oh, very good. Um, yes. That's what you've been thinking about. Very yeah. good. <laughs> um, yes. And another thing I'm thinking about oh, is go. I had my so my laptop charger was yes. broken, and I and I want to get a new laptop. But yes. I'm going to wait to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Which yeah, is, right. Because because I'm from my marketing background, I'm yes. very you know tuned into these. That's when the deals. prices will be lower. Yeah, so that's late November, and I'm waiting. Um, but I want to start creating some videos, maybe for the Bible Boys. Right. I want to yes. create a video that's like explains the whole Bible. Yes. 
in like five minutes. Right. You know, as yes. best as possible. Yes. Not leaving anything out. My idea, uh, you know, leaving something out, obviously, for sure. five minutes. But my idea is to kind of explain the Bible, each book name. Yes. And we're like, why is this called Genesis? Well, Genesis means beginning. You know, why is it called Exodus? Exit. Leviticus. Oh. Pre, like, Levite. So it goes through the Go titles. through every name and kind yeah. of ex- quick little explainer. Why is it called that thing? Mm. You know, in like a little video. It's a great idea. Thing. That's my idea. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking about. What about you, James? What's been uh, happening? What's been on your mind? Uh, on Saturday, I was at a beach mission meeting. And, you know, with beach missions, it's not like there's going to be a lot of traveling. And, you know, COVID season it's not going to look the way, you know, you probably know. Mm. You've been part of a beach mission team before. Yeah, down at Windang. The Dang. <laughs> the Dang. Is that what they call it? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, I was up at Broom's Head called The Broom. The Broom. There you go. Yeah. But um, there was a, a, there's a, um, a female member of our team, a new member actually, and she says she remembers you. Oh, and who's she's, that? Uh, her name's Garland Liang, if you know her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that name rings a bell. Yeah, she said, oh, it's not likely that people remember me, but we did ISCF stuff together in year eight. Yeah, no, that name rings a bell. So she, went, she was from Cheltenham girls originally I think yeah that's right that's the connection okay I asked her would you be alright if I asked Pip on air if he remembers you and she said oh I think so but I don't think he will so I I explicitly asked permission to to ask and turns out you do remember her I think I I think I remember her because Garland's been listening I know her name yes I remember her name there you go if I saw her I might be able to attach the name to the face I'm not sure that's right that's good thanks for listening Garland there you go. Um, what I was thinking about, though, yesterday was yesterday we had you know Sunday morning salt, year seven and eights. Uh, we have a bit of a morning program on Sundays for them. I was just chatting with the leaders, the salt leaders, about um, showers and the pros and cons of a morning and an evening shower, oh. or a morning or an evening shower. Now, Pip, don't get me started. Are you a morning or an evening shower? I'm an avid. Well. At least one. I often shower, sometimes shower twice a day. Wow. Um, not in the rain. Not in the rain. Yes. Um, morning shower. you got to have a morning shower. You can't tell me you sleep for like six, seven, eight hours and your body hasn't built up some kind of musk. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always a bit of build up of musk. Well, I'm an avid evening shower. Okay. But that's more of an, like, that's more of an Asian thing, isn't it? Well, this is what I thought it'd be good to talk about. This yeah. is a, a key point of difference. But personally, I don't have... Actually, no, that wouldn't be true. I was going to say, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with either. But I will say, I think inbuilt into my psyche mm. is... Uh, oh, not taking a shower before you go to bed. There's an issue there. Please explain to me how you can go to bed and, you know, you've got all the... Maybe sweat. Yes. Maybe some, you know... The grime. Grime of the day? Yeah. And you're happy to go to bed in that? Yeah. Please explain to me. Well, I'm, you know, shamefully, I'll I'll willingly go to sleep (laughs) covered in filth. (laughs) But it's not, I mean, you know, going to bed Mm -hmm. covered in filth. When you wake up, though, you're about to go out into the world and start your day. That's that's when you want to be refreshed and clean, when you start your day. Yes. When you go to bed, you don't want to kind of be... Sparked, yes, you know, interesting by water. Do you know what I Because mean? water has the like has the effect of kind of like making you more. That it's almost like a double wind. Because in the morning it wakes you up as well. Yes, 
See, actually, that would, for me, be one of the strongest reasons to take a morning shower. Yeah. It's to wake me up, get me refreshed, ready for the day. Um, although, like, for just on the point about, you know, going to sleep, taking a warm shower, like, it actually can... Like, assuming you don't immediately go and start eating or watching movies or whatever, it can actually calm your body down mm. and get you ready for a good night's sleep. Mm. But, oh, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. But... I. Yeah, like for you, what what do you think? What is something you'd like to ask me as an evening shower person? Um, how do you live with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> how do I live with myself? Quite well. I guess my question. I guess my question would be, when you wake up in the morning, mm, mm. do you feel fresh? Do you feel, or is there an element of like my hair's not quite right? My 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 face is a little bit kind of puffy or baggy. I wish I could just have a shower and. See, this is where, so Viv and I, um, Viv will, like, wash her face in the morning. Yeah. Because I typically don't. Yeah. And probably shows because I'm disheveled or whatever. But, like... You're not, I mean, you're not disheveled. Sometimes I am. Not, not when, I, when I'm coming to do the Bible Boys with you. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't think you've ever seen me at, like, 7am in the morning yeah, or 8am in the morning right, right. or anything. I've never understood washing your face either. Oh, Just your face. Yes. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, Because, right. like... When I, I've tried to do it, yes. what happens is my face goes red for some reason. Well, you're probably rubbing too hard with a cloth or something. Oh, no, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But it just doesn't work for me. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, I think for me, you know, there's a, there's a mindset that says you have to keep the bed clean relatively, even though I acknowledge you've been lying there for a few hours, you wake up in the morning, you've got dead skin cells, you've got dust, you've got maybe sweat as you sleep. I understand the bed is not clean. Perception-wise... Mm getting clean before you go to bed. Mm. That's the sort of mindset right. that I have. I understand that. The benefit of having the shower first is your bed stays cleaner for longer. That's well, a, that's not supposedly. A, yeah. I, uh, I saw this um, graphic that was talking about how often you should be cleaning parts of your home. Right. Apparently, I'm not cleaning my bed <laughs> in no. terms of like bed sheets and stuff like that as much as I should. I've never seen a realistic infographic in my life <laughs> really? when it comes to cleaning. Wait, you know what? Actually, I might have the infographic on my phone still. I was so shocked by some of these things on it. Here we go. All right, you ready? Let's see it. Okay. You have to clean your sink every day. You have to clean your kitchen counter every time you... Actually, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Refrigerator <laughs> once a week, apparently. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Let's be real. <laughs> toilet once a week. I do that. Um... Bath towel every three uses. No, no, no. I do no, not no. do that. Come on. Every three days? What are you talking about? Uh, washing machine at least once a week. No, I do that what do you mean, clean, once a month. Clean the washing machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. what I do is I do a hot wash with vinegar. And then I do another hot wash with uh, baking soda. What? You're cleaning the washing machine with your, with your clothes. Yeah. Cleaning it. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Oh, okay, well this, is what, well, this is what you're saying. You still haven't seen an infographic that's realistic, no, no. I guess. Yeah, but I use, I use a vinegar and then a baking soda. Oh, yeah, okay. There you I'll, go. I'll let Soph know Sheets that. once a week. Now, I do sheets every three weeks. Now, I might be disgusting to our listeners, but I do sheets every yeah, three Yeah, I think weeks. we do sheets probably once every fortnight or something like that. There you go. But, yeah. Bathroom rug once a week. No, we don't do that. Yeah, no. Anyway. This is probably... I mean, this infographic, you got to think about the money behind it. It's probably sponsored by some deter- <laughs> detergent company, you know? Someone just wants to, you to waste all this detergent. That's right, that's right. Anyway, that's what I've been thinking about. All right, well, Pip, I want to ask you, what have you been reading in the Bible this week? Well, I've been reading um, a bit around kind of singleness and marriage. Yes. Because I've got this talk coming up later in November 
first youth group yes. on marriage yes. and kind of sex and a bit of you know, singleness as a topic is there as well. I'm not sure if I'm, I don't think I'm giving that talk, but, um, oh wait, maybe I am. But, um, yeah, anyway, reading around that. And I came across this interesting thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, yeah. which is like a pretty famous, pretty, uh, pretty big chapter when it comes to the topic of marriage and singleness. And, yes. Um, I thought this was quite interesting. So this is um, Paul kind of giving his... And, it, and he says it from verse um, 6. He says, I say this as a concession, not as a command. Which I think kind of means like he's about to drop some advice, some life advice, which is not necessarily like a law or a command he's kind of given to people, right? Mm -hmm. All right, just a bit of advice. I wish that all of you were as I am. Paul was single, right? But each of you has your own gift from God. One has this gift, another has that. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. Right? Now this is, verse 9 is a bit that kind of weeds me out. It says, but if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Mm. I, I just feel like, yeah, I assume when he says, if you can't control yourself, he means sexually. Mm -hmm. He means like, if you can't control your passions, your sexual desires, mm -hmm. and you're going to sin if you don't get married, you might just get married, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's kind of unique isn't it that he kind of has a concession or he has he has a uh, this thing that he says he doesn't say that about any other sin do you know what I mean he doesn't say like um, you know don't get drunk but if you really have to drink <laughs> here's a way to kind of here's an outlet for that yeah you know don't yes. don't swear but if you're real if you can't control your language mm -hmm. here's an outlet yes you know but here it's like don't don't sin sexually with each other, but if you really can't control yourselves, mm -hmm. here's an outlet. Yes. Marriage. And, like, you know, marriage isn't just for sex, mm -hmm. but here, like, he seems to be saying when it comes to sexual desire, if it's, if it's out of control, in a sense, mm. marriage is, like, a good option. Mm. Anyway... Haven't really dug too deeply into it. At yes. the moment, I'm still in the stage of being like, what? what what's yes, going on? Yes, yes. Anyway, any thoughts on this? Well, I, I feel like there's almost a sense in which maybe I should just leave you to do that because you're seeing something in God's word that's confronting you in a particular way. Um, maybe I'd be doing damage to, to the process of what God is teaching you through it to, no, to maybe, share some maybe. thoughts. I mean, I'm interested if, you, if you've got yeah. thoughts. Like, if you want to share anything. Sure, I'll share a bit. Um, I think it's interesting. There's a difference between um, uh, sex and what you were talking about in terms of um, swearing and, and uh, drunkenness, for example. Mm. Because it's not the choice between sin or don't sin um, in quite the same way. So what he's saying is he wishes, and this is why he says it's a concession, not a command. Like he is saying, you know, I actually wish that all of you would stay single, unmarried. And later on in the chapter, he goes on to say it's because he wants them to remain undivided in their devotion yeah. to the Lord. I think that's in verse 35. Yeah, here we go. I'm saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. Mm. And he also says in this chapter that marriage is a part of the old age. 
because marriage will not be in the new creation. Mm. And so as long as we're thinking about things that are eternal, marriage is not something that is eternal. Mm. And you're right, marriage isn't just about sex, but sex is for marriage. Mm. And I guess that's what his point is here, is that actually he wishes that everyone would stay single, but actually he has a higher priority, which is avoiding sin. Mm. And I think avoiding sin, it's not to be separated from the goal of living for the kingdom, but like avoiding sin is pivotal and crucial. And actually he says that if you can't um, control yourself there, marriage may be something that you should consider. Mm. Now, there's so many other parts of the Bible that actually give us good things to think about in terms of marriage, which is why I think helpfully um, an older mentor once said to me, uh, if you just want to get married because you want to have sex, do us all a favor and don't get married because you're going to make a wreck, like yeah, a shipwreck yeah. of that marriage. Yeah. Um, so this is why, you know, Paul is not trying to give us an explicit command that is to be applied dogmatically here. It's a concession, but you can actually see his, his, his priorities at play. Yeah. Okay. Godliness matters. Singleness is something that, um, is kind of, in a sense, the, the default assumption for Christians and that marriage is no longer the default assumption. Living for the kingdom is the default assumption. Um, and there are good reasons not to get married. Mm. Um, but if it's a choice between sinning and not sinning, mm. do what you can perhaps to not sin. Yeah. Not even the perhaps, do what you can to not sin. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's important awful. to say as well, because Matthew 19, which is one of the really good parts to, that even see Jesus' own teaching on marriage and singleness. Mm. Um, Jesus says in Matthew 19, so in the previous section here, he's actually talked a bit about the permanence of marriage and God's design in marriage. And then in verse 11, Jesus says, or Jesus replied, not everyone can accept this word, but only to those whom it has been given. Verse 12, for there are eunuchs who are born that way, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others, and there are those who choose to live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. Mm. So eunuchs, you know, at the time, uh, people who have had their uh, genitalia cut off or crushed and unable to actually reproduce or even perhaps to have sex in a traditional manner of you know intercourse so he says there are eunuchs who are born that way people who are born um that way there are eunuchs who've been made eunuchs by others but this is the key thing here he says there are those who choose to live like eunuchs in other words those who forego sex and therefore forego marriage for the sake of the kingdom of heaven but the fact that he calls it eunuchs live like eunuchs implies that it is a sacrifice mm. it's a sacrifice in this present age in order to live for what is going to be eternal. Mm. So I think it is a sacrifice. Yeah, okay. Because it's, it's yeah. interesting, like, that verse comes straight after his disciples say, you know, well, you know, so he's talking about there won't be marriage in heaven. Yeah. And then his disciples are like, you know, if this is the case, it's it's better not to marry. Yes. And Jesus, Jesus then doesn't necessarily confirm or deny that statement. He just says... Not everyone can accept this word, but only those to whom it has been given, which sounds like a confirmation of it. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying, yeah, it is better to stay unmarried. Like, yes. you know, there are different categories categories of eunuchs, and, you know, yeah, some right. choose to stay eunuch in lifestyle. Yeah. You know, 
Well, I think that what he's doing there is he's, um, he's affirming the fact that his disciples are seeing how serious God takes marriage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's, that's the thing that is, can be missing in a lot of marriage and singleness talk. Yeah. Like, um, marriage is a good thing. And in, and in order to also uphold the fact that singleness is what God has, uh, is how we can be undivided in our devotion to the Lord, we mm. can actually downplay Mm. how good and serious God takes marriage. Mm. Actually, he takes it seriously and he, Jesus himself acknowledges it is a sacrifice to choose not to get married. Now, granted, some people who want to get married will never get married because no one will want to marry them. Mm. Some people who want to get married will never get married because of whatever life circumstance may lead sure, to. Yeah. But for a lot of people, there will be that sort of choice of pursuing a relationship towards marriage or sex uh, and sex rather. And he acknowledges it's a sacrifice. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. 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 Anyway, those are some thoughts that I had. Yeah. yeah. Random side thing. Yes. Right. No marriage in heaven. Do you think... Okay. I think I know the answer to this. But do you think there'll be genders in heaven? Will there be genders in heaven? Will there be guys and girls? Good question. I am inclined to think... That whatever is in your creation will be God's perfected design for us. We that might be going back to what was originally there at creation, male and female, God's yeah. design. Because he does say he, but he does say, don't you know that we'll be like? Where did, where's that? Where, don't you know you'll be? We'll be like the angels. Yeah, Matthew twenty-two. I think you're thinking about. Okay. Um, Matthew twenty-two. Uh, where are we? Verse 29, you are in error because you do not know the scriptures of the power of God. At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. So that mm. could mean that um, no gender, no male and female. Or it could just mean no marriage and no sex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that, that the, sort of that discussion, because there is you know, some difference in opinion on whether or not there will be male and female in new creation when Jesus returns. I guess there's a question about whether gender mm. is for sex mm. or gender is actually, um, yeah, I don't know quite how to word this properly, but gender is actually a good part of God's creation, which is then part of how sex is given order mm. as well. Mm. If that sort of makes sense, that difference. It kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm not particularly... No, no, I think point. I know. There's a lot of complexity that would probably yeah. take a long time to unpack, which yeah. is okay, but... But th I think this is where, helpfully, like, and I'll say, I'll sort of lay my cards on the table here, I think there will be gender yeah. in your creation. Yeah. Um, which, because I think that gender is a good thing that God has given us. Yeah. But this is where it's unhelpful when people say, what does it mean to be a woman? What well, means to be able to have children. Well, in new creation, you're not going to be having sex and having children. Mm. Does that mean that what it means for you to be a woman, like you're deficient now because there's something taken away mm. from you? And what does it mean to be a man? Or it means to be strong and take lead and be a father. Mm. Well, you're not going to be able to be a father anymore or in, in quite the same, you know, having marriage and sex and having kids. So yeah. does that mean that you're deficient now? As a, you know what I mean? So That's when interesting, you, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you tie reproduction to what is intrinsic in, in God's design for male and femaleness, then, then I guess that's that's where the debate comes in. Yeah, yeah. This is not me saying that, for example, fatherhood and motherhood is not important to us thinking about, for example, what it means to be a man and woman in marriage. 
I'm not saying that at all. I guess I'm just saying that intrinsic <laughs> to say, well, what is womanhood? Mm. If you just say it's reproduction, mm. you've got issues there. Yeah. Now, for example, for the woman who can't have kids and will never have kids. Yeah. And a new creation possibly. Yeah. And there won't be that anymore. Yeah. There That's, go. They're really thing. helpful thoughts. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to keep thinking about it. Yeah. Nice. The, Thanks for sharing. As the talk looms. Yeah. Anyway, what about you? What have you been uh, reading? Yeah. So I'm continuing on in some of the books I've been reading in the past. Still in Revelation, still in Joshua. But one of the things I wanted to share is from John, John's okay. Gospel. So uh, I've been reading John's Gospel with uh, one of the guys from church. And we were in John chapter 5 uh, last Thursday. And uh, it's just a really beautiful scene in John chapter 5, verses 1 to 12, uh, 1 to 15, rather, um, where there's this paralyzed man. There are a few paralyzed people who Jesus heals um, in the Gospels. And this one, there's this man who's been lying um, at, at uh, a pool um, for, for 38 years. Um, and uh, Jesus asks him in verse 6, uh, do you want to get well? And the man thinks, oh, well, you know, no one's going to help me get into the water because there's this perception that if you touch the water, you'll be able to get healed somehow. But Jesus heals him. And then the Jewish leaders have an issue because he picks up his mat and you know, they say, oh, you're doing work on the Sabbath. Mm. There's something that you're doing that's wrong. Um, but then when he, Jesus comes back to speak with him, verse 14, later Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, see, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. Now that's just really fascinating for me. And I just, I think I had a bit of an emotional um, no, I did have an emotional reaction to reading this passage because for me, I actually became a Christian um, reading the story of the paralytic man uh, in Luke chapter 5. So another chapter 5 in the gospel <laughs> narrative uh, where Jesus says, your sins are forgiven when the paralyzed man's friends lower him down mm. from the roof. And I remember in year 11 reading that passage and going, wow, this guy's paralyzed, but Jesus says his biggest problem is his sin. Mm. And he forgives his sin. Mm. Here in John 5, we see another instance where Jesus' main thing, his main take-home thing for the guy is mm. stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. So yeah. once again, he, he was a paralyzed man, but his primary focus isn't so much on the paralysis, but on this man's eternal state and, and sin's presence in this man's life. Mm. So I think I was just reminded helpfully that, you know, Jesus is the great healer. He, he does come to heal our physical infirmities and our mental um, illnesses. And, and ultimately, he will do that in new creation. Mm. But the, the biggest thing that Jesus came to heal us from, the biggest problem we have is our sin. Yeah, nice. I think I was just reminded of that really helpfully as I was reading this. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about this uh, passage here in John 5? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't think it appears in any other gospel. It's just in the gospel of John. I think so, know? yeah. Um. Yeah, it is interesting. And I think you're right. Like, it shows Jesus' priority, like we were talking about with Paul, about, um, you know, not falling into sin, not being in a state of rejecting God, mm. but to live a life of uh, obedience to God and relationship with God, and that's the priority here. It is interesting that he says, um, stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. Yeah. What is that something worse? I wonder if he's talking about the judgment of God. Mm. Because, I mean, there's no real... I mean, we know elsewhere, maybe in John as well, where the people come and they say, or maybe it was Luke, 
somewhere where they say um, Jesus makes the point it's not because of sin that bad things happen to these particular people groups in history and then he says um, but unless you repent yeah. you know likewise yeah, right. will happen so he's yeah. like he, he, he kind of doesn't want people to make dot to dot connections between sin and suffering yeah, that's right um, but here he kind of he puts it he puts it forward stop seeing or something worse may happen so I just wonder if he's referring to the eternal kind of punishment of God or yes. maybe no. no I think you're right because later on in chapter 5 um, he, he talks about judgment at the resurrection um, where are we uh, I didn't read this with the guy we, we were not up to it yet but mm. Uh, John chapter 5, where are we? Verses 28. Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done what is good will rise to live, and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned. Mm. Um, and he's talking about the authority of the Son to judge. Mm. So I think you're right. It is this eternal judgment. And yeah, you've helpfully pointed out that Jesus, time and time again, for example, in John chapter 9, he does this again, where he says, the physical suffering... Um, of people, you can't draw a one-to-one correlation and say, "Oh, it's because they sinned more that got, that they're suffering physically." He doesn't say that that can't be the case, but he says if you try to extrapolate it, like you know, you you, you have no authority or right to make that extrapolation. Oh, like this man was paralyzed because he was an exceptionally bad sinner or something like that. Yeah. So that's a helpful reminder there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Cool. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Pip, we've got, a, we've got an email question okay. that I got sent through, and uh, it's one of your uni friends. Oh, hello. One of, one of my friends as well, but he, he knows you from uni. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nathan, and he subject-lined it fan mail. Oh, hello, Nathan. What's his last name again? Zing. Zing. Ah, yes, Nathan. Cool, cool, cool. You remember Nathan? Ah, uh, vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> it's another one of those Garland situations. Oh no! <laughs> it's like no, I know, I know, yeah, his, I, know. I know his face, I know his name, and yes. I know that we've talked before. But yes. it's like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Let me read it. Let's read it. It's a bit long, which is wonderful. Listeners, you can always email us at thebibleboys with a z at gmail.com. So here we go. Hey, James and Pitt. Nate here, a long-time listener and a first-time mailer. I was super sad to hear that there was no listener mail last week. So I decided to get in front of a computer and express my gratitude for this podcast. Mm. You two are great and easy to listen to, and I often find myself both challenged and encouraged after each episode. That's really Challenge nice. and, and encouraged. encouraged. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Uh, my only complaint is that I only get to enjoy this once a week on my commute to work. Ah, uh, yes. I think that's part of what's made this so sustainable. Yes. We just sort of rock up. Now, I've floated the idea of a, uh, a six-hourly. Yes. Every six hours, we release a new episode. That's right. Joe Rogan goes for three hours. That's right. We could double that because we're two people. We're two people. Who's one? Yes. And, you yeah. know, we've got a lot more kind of content. That's right. With. Substantive content. That's right. That's right. Like Bible jokes. That's, that's it. That's um, it. So, yeah, no, I mean, we could... We could uh, if, if the demand is high enough... Yes. We might up the intake. That's right? right. If there is a petition put out by you, Nathan, and enough signatures get put on it, we might up it. <laughs> here we go. All right, here he goes. He goes on. Pip, I don't think you'd remember me. Oh, he does. Anyway. Vaguely. <laughs> I don't think you'd remember me, but I have been a long-time admirer of yours back in the good old CU days at Macquarie Uni. Uh. <laughs> 
I'm glad that I get creepy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Nathan's no, a wonderful no, guy. No, go on, go on. No, I'm loving it so far. Go on. I'm glad I can continue to secretly admire you from afar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not so secret when you now published your admiration on the Bible Boys that, podcast. That's right. Thousands that's right. of people now know. That's right. Because <laughs> did you know that it is 1.002 times more common for Pip to be a girl's name? My source is the internet, so it must be right. Really? On, yeah, that's right. Good on you for bucking the trend, he says. There you go, because I've never met another guy named Pip. There you go. I don't think. But your name's not really Pip. No, it's Philip. Yeah, that's right. No, so Yeah, but he's saying Pip yes. is more commonly... I've only ever met Female girl Pips. Pips. Yeah, there you like, go. Like um, Pip and Dan on Cheese TV. <laughs> 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 Isn't that a show on Channel 10? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Pip and Dan? Pip and Dan. Are you sure that wasn't Toaster TV? Because Cheese TV Sorry. was Jaden Ryan. You are right. That's right. It Jack. Was Jack. Our oh, listener, Jack. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Jack knows. Oh, okay. Jack's a Cheese TV fan. Oh, OG. OG. Right. Do you ever watch Cheese TV back in the day? No, but I had a friend named Dan, oh. and we made our own little video, Pip oh. and Dan. Oh, like a Toaster TV yeah. parody or something. Yeah, this was the original, my first ever attempt at publishing something online, oh, which was go. a joke. Yes. We did a bit of a skit about yes. the um, McDonald's executives talking about... Because right. they shifted from... They used to sell yes. um, chicken and mayo yes. burgers. Yes. And then they switched to chicken and cheese burgers. Yes. They don't sell chicken and mayo anymore. No. And so we had a discussion. And I was one executive. He was one executive. And it was like, so what's, what's the result? It's like, we've done all the tests. We've consulted our experts. We've done all the kind of, you know, audience examinations. And the result is clear. Cheese beats mayo <laughs> when it comes to chicken. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. All right, here we go. It keeps yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a question slash activity for you guys. Okay. So Helen and I, so this is Nathan. Helen and I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix recently. Ah. So we decided to mess around with the Facebook algorithm by swapping phones and scrolling through each other's Facebook feeds. I found a whole bunch of content on gardening and interior design on her Facebook feed. Whilst Helen was inundated with cute fluffy animals and electric guitars on mine. It would be great if you two could trade phones, scroll through each of your feeds and share what you noticed. Here's to hoping that more of your loyal listeners will join in on the email party. As for me, I'll try and write in once a month with some more activities for you guys to try. Keep it up boys with a Z, your fellow believing Bible believing boy with an OI. Nate. Nice. Awesome. That's it. Have you seen The Social Dilemma? I haven't yet. It's on my list to watch on Netflix. Have you? No, I kind of get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, social media bad. I get it. I don't need to watch. But, you want to do it? Let's go through each other's Facebook feeds. You'll probably find lots of um, memes. All right. Okay, so this is what we Maybe some soccer stuff as well. We got to share the first two ads we see. Okay. All right, cool. So, I'm going to scroll. Okay, I've got... TGI Fridays Australia, two for one bap- vampire kiss. I think it's a it's a drink name. Yeah, it's a it's a cocktail deal. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I've, that's, I've never seen this before. That's some insight into cool. me. What about um, you? You got a sponsored ad from Asana. Oh, didn't we talk about Asana on the podcast not too long ago? I had a few episodes. Pro- productivity apps. Yes, that's right. There it's you been go. listening. In. So this says this says I, uh, you know, drink. And this says, you are a productivity wizard. There you go. Uh, that's, okay, next ad. All right. Um, your next ad is videos. <laughs> for a short time, we're offering vi- videos for a one-time fee. Oh, is this like... 
Oh, of animations. It's yes. like for video production. Yeah, because I've been oh. looking into kind of video software and stuff like that. Nice. Um, okay. let's, uh, let's actually do two more. Okay. So, yeah, go. Yours is the Reformers Bookshop. Christian right. Books. Oh, there you go. So, so far, productivity, Christian Books. <laughs> Next one will be Nerds Are Us. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'll take it. Oh, here we go. Wish. Shopping made fun. Oh, yeah. Wish is, wish is very interesting. Yes. They've got a lot of weird, like... Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, let's see what they got. Uh, we've got, um, uh, what is that? It's, uh, oh, it's a way for you to check your phone in the shower. I think. Okay. And then we've got Dragon Ball Z lights. And then we've got USB cables. And then we've got, uh, iPhone camera lens filter yes. thing. There you go. All right. Yes. Anyway. Your next one is, um... Marvel, uh, some kind of comic, read free for seven days, then $9.99 per month, cancel any time. There you go. Who, who, who would pay $10 a month to read Marvel? I guess you've got to be a pretty big Marvel fan to pay 10 bucks a month. To I did it for three months. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I All did right, there you go. That's why. They're trying to get me back. Mate, you, oh, you got a good mix of things here. Adobe Document Cloud, sponsored ad. I will say the other night, so there's a friend of mine who's um, thinking about, he'd like to get into Christian counseling. Oh yeah. So I spent all this time searching up like how you get accredited, um, you know, different um, theological colleges that do Christian counseling and stuff. Anyway, um, and then I checked my phone and it's just study here, study here. And I'm like, oh no, my Facebook algorithm thinks that I want to, you know, do a Christian counseling, which isn't the worst thing, but I was just going, yep, it... It just gets me. Got mm. me within twelve hours. It was just my feet yeah. was covered. And yeah. the... there, you go. there you go. They're that... very, they're very quick. That's right. But yes, I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch the Social Dilemma. Okay. It's kind of, it's like Chaos. You know that documentary Cowspiracy. I have not seen yeah. that. Tell me about it. Well, I, I know what it's going to be about. Oh, they're okay, going to try and convince me that cows don't exist, and I'm not falling <laughs> for it. I've seen cows. Oh wait, cow conspiracy. Cowspiracy. Cowspiracy. That cows don't exist. Well, I think that's what it's about. Either that or something vegan. Right. Probably something um, vegan. There you go. But, um, yeah. yeah. Hey, Nathan, thanks so much for sending your email through. Yeah, thank um, you, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good times. Wait a second. Sorry, I think I totally missed reading a section of his email. Did I miss? Oh, I did. I'm okay. sorry. That's sorry. Right. That's I just, okay. I just remembered. Nathan, I'm sorry. You're probably listening going, oh, James, you just skipped a whole section. He said, James, you and I have been talking about starting podcasts for a number of years. I'm so glad you did something about it. I know we're overdue for another catch-up, so I promise to reach out real soon. Oh, that's really oh, nice. That's nice. That's good. All personal good stuff. Thing. That's good. Thanks, Nathan. And and Helen, if you're listening as well. Yes, Nathan. and just off that, if you could do any other podcast that wasn't Bible-related, yes. what would you do? Me. Have we talked about this before? I don't think so. What would you do? Me. For a podcast? Oh, dude. Pop culture. Okay. Or StarCraft analysis. Or video game news and, and uh, reviews. That's a lot of things. Well, yeah, maybe it should be one podcast. But yeah, like, yeah. I'd love to get into the nitty gritty about game design, film production, TV production, talk even about producing, mm. um, and and like all the stuff that goes. I just love all that stuff. The nitty gritty of game design, television design, movie design. I also just like analyzing games and stuff like that. Yeah. So nice. that's me. What about you? I had this idea of, um, you know having a podcast where you have someone on and, and the idea is you have you each have two beers 
over the course of like the of uh, now I understand why your first ad you know, was the ad of vampire's kiss. <laughs> but you have like two beers over the course of like ninety minutes mm-hmm, or something, mm-hmm. and that's or an hour or something. That's yes. the, and that's the amount of time. And it would be called a school or two. <laughs> <laughs> the school or two podcast, or schooner or later. S- oh, duh, that's even better. <laughs> you like it? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, no, that's how you sign off at the end of the yeah. podcast. Friends, this has been a scoot or two, and we'll see you... Schooner or later. That's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, oh, that's really good. That's really good. You know we what? have a different beer each time. Yes. So we talk about, like, that's one of the conversations. Yes. We're talking about the beer. There you go. Oh, anyway. I like it. Interesting. Maybe. No, I don't think I could do that with you. What? I could. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe one we'll day, spin one off day. the Bible Boys yeah, podcast. No, <laughs> that's right. A very weird direction. But, uh, yeah, interesting. That's it. Hey, right. listeners, thanks so much for listening to us for another week. We hope that this has been an encouraging and challenging. Mm. Uh, Just like Nathan has been uh, cut, encouraged and challenged. That's right. Maybe you too have been encouraged and challenged. That's right. That's right. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.